So this is a good one. I've always thought populism versus elitism. The word populism and its definition, let's say, was probably coined by an elitist, a member of an elite, not the elite. There are several. And populists are said to be crowds, evil, mindless, and uncontrolled by an elite. I think many of us are born into an elite. I was, at least I was son to an elitist and rejected it with a kind of brutality, I think. I regret it, but it is a cloying thing, horrible. Hell hath no fury like an elitist scorned. Many of us aspire to join an elite, thinking it is the measure of success to enter and be accepted by. Some few of us have elitis, elitism thrust upon us, unsought, even undesired. Watch the early interviews of Bob Dylan and the rage at his belittling of his prizes. To borrow a phrase, I have walked many roads and enjoyed many a meeting overwhelmingly with non-judgmental non-elites, and it may be some serious coming confrontations in this nation, and others will be looked back upon with a clear eye, and the elites may take the rap for, the, for one of the few times in history, for instigation and later protesting justification. The look back, though, is history, and we know who writes that. Some of us are born into a popule the word fails to modify. That would be scanned. Many of us are born into a non-elite, haha, realize it soon, and maybe take the version on offer, which is often racism, aping our superiors who will swear articulately that they are not so encumbered, America, again, makes a breakthrough of sorts. Entrance to the elite is colorblind, they say. Then there will be evidence. But elite, it remains. A machinery that might make 90% of the 1% people of color is still 1%. It is the petard on which we are hoist. The human impulse towards realization or profundity, individuation or transcendence, whatever the term de jour, is not served by joining an elite. In fact, joining is the point and the opposite. The crowd values are all the same. It is a unifying thing. The fun thing is that one who gets to individuation by any of the myriad paths there gets a shock. We are part of it all, and it is part of us. It is a shock. And suddenly you no longer belong to an exclusive club we value so highly. To go back, I am a high school dropout with a certain gift for gab that has no degree, nothing on the wall of an office. I do not feel short-changed or stolen from. I try my best to be like I, just like I am, but everybody wants you to be just like them, I might say. I don't say that, though, or I only say the first part before everybody. The rest, they say, sing while you slave, and I just get bored, is very apt. So... Is an elite not a crowd? Come on, one you want to join. It might be smaller, but a crowd is a crowd. So which crowd is more likely to serve humanity better or encourage humanness? The crowd that believes it is exclusive and superior or the one that does not? Maybe that is what nationalism does, what the sense of superiority, the anointed root of the ancient ruling classes does and is now conferred upon the masses. Or can we live full lives without identifying ourselves as better than? Populism and elitism leave little to choose between. A crowd is a crowd.
Maybe individualism came naturally out of elitism. It didn't get us very far. Expanded the franchise, expanded through merit, we tell ourselves. I don't know. How could I? But the membership of an elite seems to confer a sense of self that might be connected to individualism. And when nothing else is available, individualism might serve as a sense of self disastrously. I think it doesn't at all. I think it is a con, but an understandable one. The sense of self, the individual people argue, the individuation people argue is the highest of aspirations, except that is that it is not aspirational, seems to me to be the urge, but there is so much fool's gold along the road to fulfillment. Perhaps out of history controlled and then written by the elites, individualisms, nationalisms, and fascisms, fascisms are going to happen. It does seem to be it does seem to be the step forward that the U.S. experiment has taken. Sam Alito's insistence on history and traditions might have come straight out of Mein Kampf. Did he but know? Had he the self-reflection necessary, but he doesn't. He is a fucking elite. How can one look honestly at that history and tradition and find anything laudable, anything honorable, unless your basis of judgment is that this is what chosen peoples are meant to do? Elites are meant to rule, George will. Men are meant to control women's bodies, etc. I know I'm scattering here. It is a bad habit. To be clear, I am searching why we say populist with scorn easily, but its opposite is elitist, which we also say with scorn, but condone otherwise entirely. Why? My point is that in the absence of something more meaningful, more profound, deeper as a goal of existence, we placed membership of an elite very high to which I would say needing to belong to clubs is sad and confers no merit. If the appearance of merit is your goal, you are on a fool's chase for wild geese. The elitist who speaks of populism might be doing something cunning there. He or she might be aware of the surging sensation they get during the May balls at Oxbridge or the ringing progressions of rural Britannia and project onto the larger unqualified crowd the same mindlessness. I said that once to a Cambridge soon-to-be graduate that the May vandalism looked a lot like soccer vandalism to me and she didn't speak to me again. I was fascinated more than judging. I have an empathy for vandalism. This was not her value, though. Even today, historians flummoxed by the Peasants' Rebellion in 1381, still insisting that the speed, focus, and planning was beyond the participants, the, peasant, the peasants' abilities. One event historian said they were uneducated, barely more than animals. Aha! So one of the most interesting episodes in Europe's history and what-ifs disappears into Shakespearean propaganda to be performed by progressives of the future. Square peg in round hole, a lovely old John of Gaunt, a terrible, terrible oppressor of his fellow humans. And this is what we have been told for centuries, or told ourselves, in university history hall and church. I'm not saying that crowds don't do nasty things, they do, but crowds come from everywhere. At the moment, I keep running into lots of elitist crowdisms, mindlessness. Definitely, it is failing to provide the individual thinking it imagines it sets it apart from the ones below. The urge and impulse is great. That is fascinating. But they haven't walked any walk. They, the elites, 
are a crowd of are a crowd with crowd-like thoughts, crowd-like stupidities, not very useful at the best of times and suicidal right now when the status quo hath made lemmings of us all. <laughs>